Okay, so today we are concluding chapter 28. <clears throat> and we left off in the middle yesterday of the concept that when someone is trying to pray and then a thought comes to distract him, we don't have to view it that, oh, you know, I'm such a loser. Even when I try to do good, I mess up. No, the Rebbe said. That would be true if we only had one soul, which is either good or bad. So you're either in a good state or a bad state. We have two souls. We have a godly soul and an animal soul. And as such, specifically, when we're trying to exert our godly soul's energies and pray for real to God, that's exactly the time when the animal soul feels endangered and therefore fights back and therefore sends us these negative thoughts to distract our davening, to distract our prayers which is a broad idea to decontextualize, that sometimes, specifically when we're really striving to do the right thing, it seems that we fall under prey of the wrong or we're tempted to do the wrong. And it could be just the instinctive response of the animal to our sincere and strong efforts to do the right thing. So it's not a bad sign, as long as you don't fall into the trap, it could actually be a good affirmation that you're doing a good job, and that's why the animal side feels endangered. So we could understand this, our response to this, which we said is, you don't respond, ignore it. As if somebody was trying to pray, and a non-Jewish Gentile, an evil Gentile, comes by and talks to him deliberately to disturb his prayers. Well, what would the Jew who's praying do? He would ignore him. He's not going to respond to him. Why wouldn't he respond to him? Because you don't respond to a fool in his foolishness. It just pulls you down into his level. You don't fight with someone dirty. When you fight with someone dirty, you become dirty too. So you would just ignore him. You'd act like you're deaf. And you would concentrate more on your prayers to truly be deaf to his words. Well, that's exactly what's going on here. When your evil inclination is sending you these thoughts, which we have said could possibly be because you're doing a good job in praying. Ignore him. Don't answer him. Don't get dirty with his dirt. Focus more intently, intently, intently on your prayers and don't hear those words of the thoughts. And if you can't, if the words of those thoughts are very strong, then turn to God. You're in the middle of prayers. Don't articulate this with your mouth, but with your mind, beg God to help you that he should take away from you this negative thought that you don't have the power to right now to remove from your brain. And if you sincerely turn to God, and again, this doesn't only have to be when you're in the middle of prayer. At any point, you're struggling with an evil and your thoughts are in possible speech or possible actions and you just feel, I'm not strong enough for this one. I can't overcome this challenge myself. Turn to God and ask God to help. Ask God to help remove that evil that you're not strong enough to remove right now. And God will listen. Why? For two reasons. He's your father. As a father has compassion for his child, he has compassion for you. And more than that, you really are him. Literally, we're a piece of God. So it's almost like his relationship to self is going to extend to you. And therefore, of course, he will save you from the treacherous waters of evil that are trying to pull you down and you don't feel you have the spiritual power to overcome. So God will help. God will remove the evil thoughts. And you will continue praying on actually a far higher level than before this evil came at you because now your prayer is so
so much stronger and so much more intensified as you focus more and more deeply to overcome that voice of distraction. And with God's help, you succeeded.